Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy's doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up. This is Sunday. This is a day of worship. I hope that your weekend has been going well. I'm praying that God would bless you in whatever situation that you have going on in your life, that God would take it and turn it around. I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ, and I believe my favorite saying, guess what it is? Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. I want you to know today's message, boy, it's a good one. I trust in God, not myself. And what I mean by this is that I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care what I think that I should do in my own ability. I will not do. I'm going to trust in God, that God has a plan for my life, that God will answer me, that God would bless me, that God would turn my life around. Hallelujah. I want you to be excited. I want you to stay excited. I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to know that God can do it. Did you know that? That God can do it. That God can save you. He can rescue you. He can take whatever situation is going on in your life and turn it around. Hold on to God. Trust God. God can do it. You know God can do it. Don't you know it, family? That God can do whatever he says he can do. This whole Bible is all about trusting in the power of God, knowing that God is working, working things out. God can do it. Boy, I'm so excited today. Family, I stay encouraged even when I'm down. I stay encouraged that God can work it out, that God can do it. Did you know that? He can do anything and everything. He can do it. Hallelujah. Did you know that? He can do it. So, hey, family, you know, I'm not going to keep running on and babbling, but I just want to tell y'all I love y'all. I'm praying today that God would bless you and whatever's going on in your life, that he would turn it around. I just come to encourage if it's only but one person and one person only, that's all that matters. It's not about trying to do everything because God don't need me to do everything. God just want me to encourage someone today, one person that's battling all kind of depression, oppression, who want to throw in a towel, who want to give up. They didn't lost their hope and their faith and trust in God. And I'm going to talk about this. I trust God, not myself. I'm going to tell you that God can save you, that God can do it. Did you hear that? That God can do it. You got to know that God can do it. And I want you to know that he can do it. Keep on believing. I don't care. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. God is fighting for you. Right now, when you seem that he's not fighting for you, and sometimes it's going to feel like that you should take matters in your own hand. This is the reason why I'm recording this message. I trust in God, not myself. We're going to be in the book of First Samuel. I'll be reading from the Living Translation today. We're going to be looking at King David. He's not a king yet, but he's going to have an opportunity. Guess what? To kill. The enemy that's been coming at them. But instead of leaning to his own understanding, he's just going to trust in God because he know that God is fighting for him. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm here to tell you that God is fighting for you. God will rescue you. God will save you. 
Hallelujah. Stay pumped up, family. Don't be discouraged. You got to know that God can do it. Let me tell you something. Trust God in every storm, in every situation. You know, I like talking about the podcast show and where the podcast show is being heard. Today is no different, family. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to talk about it because I love y'all. I think everyone who takes time out of their busy day, their busy life, to hear what the Lord has placed on my heart. You don't have to do that. I thank God for you. I love you. And as you pray for me, I'm praying for you that whatever you stand in need of, that God would take it and turn it around for you. So family, stay encouraged. And like I said, if you listen to the podcast on Facebook, I want to tell you thanks. I want to tell you I love you, that you watch and, and you listen. I tell you thanks. Thanks for your support. It's greatly appreciated. So I'd like to thank the United States of America. I'd like to thank the country of Nigeria, the country of Ghana, the country of India, the country of the Philippines, the country of Kenya, the country of Cameroon, the country of Bangladesh, the country of Dominican Republic, and the country of South Africa. I want to thank y'all, Facebook family. Boy, without y'all, boy, y'all encourage me to, to seek God, ask God, what do you want me to talk about? Uh, you know, and sometimes when, when I speak, I'm speaking because what I'm talking about, I might be going through. I might need to encourage myself. And so God will give me this message. He'll give me this word to speak to the people. Now, if you listen to the podcast show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Transistor FM, I would like to thank the United States of America again. I'd like to thank the state of Illinois, the state of Texas, the state of Massachusetts, the state of South Carolina, the state of Florida the state of New Jersey, the state of New York, the state of Louisiana, the state of Indiana, the state of Ohio, the state of California, the state of Alabama, the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Minnesota, the state of Colorado, the state of Virginia, the state of Missouri, the state of North Carolina, the state of Michigan, the state of Maryland, the state of Georgia, the state of Connecticut, the state of Tennessee, the state of Arkansas, the state of Wisconsin, the state of Oklahoma, the state of Kansas, the state of Iowa, and the state of Arizona. But guess what, family? This family is always growing. Like I told you uh, the last podcast, we welcome Norway to the family. I'd like to thank the uh, country of Australia, the country of Spain, the country of Sweden, the country of Russia, the country of Germany, the country of the United Kingdom, the country of Iran, the country of Japan, the country of the Philippines, the country of South Africa, the country of Puerto Rico, the country of Ecuador, the country of Canada, the country of Uganda, the country of Thailand, the country of New Zealand, the country of Norway, the country of Mexico, the country of India, the country of Ireland, the country of Indonesia, the country of Finland, the country of Chile, the country of Switzerland, the country of Brazil, and the country of Belgium. That's the family right there. But family, I'm going to tell you thanks again. Like I said, we're going to be in 1 Samuel 26. We're going to be looking at David. He's not king yet. He's going to have a situation to take things into his own hands, but he's not. And guess what? And sometimes you got to watch out the people that are around you because the people around you tell you to do something that goes against God's plan. But David knew that God said what he would do for him. It wasn't what David said that he was going to do for God. It was what God was going to do for David. Let me tell you something, family. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, and name your son, Jesus Christ. God actually bless the people all around the world today. I ask you to open doors for them, Father, that no man can shut, Father. I ask you to bless them, Father. We pray for all catastrophes, whatever's going on in the world. Father, we ask you to help the people, Father. You know they seek your situation. You know their circumstances better than we do. And guess what, Father? You even know how many hairs on their head. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Family, I'm going to be in 1 Samuel 26. And like I said, 
David has an opportunity to take things in his own manner, but he's going to trust in God. And he's going to speak to he's going to speak to his friend who's trying to encourage him to do something. He's not going to do it. Let's check it out. In verse one. Now, some of the men from Ziph came to Saul at Gibbish to tell him that David is hiding in the hills of Helica, which overlooks Jeshimon. So Saul took 3,000 of Israel elite troops and went to hunt him down in the wilderness of Ziph. Did you hear that? Now, Saul just didn't take any regular soldier. He took the top 3,000 soldiers to go look for David because guess what? He wanted to take him out. But guess what? David is not going to lean to his own understanding family. He's going to trust in God. God's going to show for him. God is going to bless him because he does become king. But what David has to do in the event of all the hardship and all the pain, he must trust in God. Did you hear that? He must trust in God. He must not lean to his own understanding. I trust in God, not myself. In other words, God, I believe you. So let's go ahead on verse two. So Saul took 3,000 Israel elite troops and went to hunt him down in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul camped along the roadside, the hill of Helica near Jeshman, where David was hiding. <coughs> when David learned that Saul had come after him into the wilderness, he sent out spies to verify the report of Saul's arrival. Understand this. David loved Saul. He trusted God and he loved God. But guess what? Sometimes the people that you think should be loving you might not love you. But you got to keep on fighting. You got to keep on trusting in God. This is what David is going to do. He's going to trust in God, not his own, under his own understanding. He's going to keep on believing. He's going to be walking in love. Do you know what the love walk is? The love walk is very simple. I love you if you don't love me. I show you love if you don't show me love. I show you kindness if you don't show me kindness. This is the love walk. This means that, guess what? I'm not looking for you to reciprocate. I'm not looking for you to give me anything back. I'm just going to do it because, guess what? It's the right thing to do for me to walk in love towards you. Hallelujah. So with, here we go. I want you to go ahead. I want you to see it. In verse 3, Saul camped along the roads beside the hill, a helica near Jehoshaphat, where David was hiding. When David learned that Saul had come after him into the wilderness, he sent out spies to verify the report of Saul's arrival. David slipped over to Saul's camp one night to look around. Saul and Abner, the son of Ner, the commander of his army, were asleep inside a ring formed by the slumbering warriors. Who will volunteer to go in there with me? David asked Ahimelech, the Hittite, and Abishal, the son of Zerah, Joab's brother. I'll go with you, Abishal replied. Now, Abishal is Joab's brother. He's going to go down into the enemy camp. Let me tell you something. Don't think God won't go into the enemy camp for you and take back what the enemy has took from you. Now, guess what? Now, all of this is, is God is testing David. Also, Saul. Also, Abishal. Because guess what? Wisdom comes from above. Let me tell you something. When it seems like that you should go do something that goes contrary against God, trust God. Hallelujah. Like, let's check it out. I'll go with you, Abishal replied. So David and Abishal went right into Saul's camp and found him asleep with his spear stuck 
in the ground beside his head. Abner and the soldier were lying asleep around him. Did you hear that? The people that were supposed to be protecting the king of Israel, all of them were asleep. But we know they were all asleep because this is the power of God. Let me tell you something. If you go in the book of Acts chapter 12, you're going to read about this Peter. Guess what? He's in prison and everybody's asleep. God sends an angel in there to rescue him. Let me tell you something. Don't think God is not fighting for you. I don't care how bad it looks. It can seem like the bottom is dropping out. It can seem like this is coming against you. That is coming against you. But you hold on. You trust God. Let me tell you something. Everybody sleep. Check it out. Now, David, he could take things in his own mouth. He could, I'm going to take Saul out. But he's not going to do that. Check it out. I want you to see it. Here we go. Verse 8. God has surely handed your enemies over to you this time. Abishai whispered to David. Did you hear that? Always pray for your leaders. And especially pray for that person who has access to the ear. Did you hear that? Abishal had access to David's ear. And did you hear what he did? He whispers. Now, we know if you go into 1 Kings, you're going to read about Elijah. And when he hears God and he's hiding in the cave, it's a soft voice. This is his whisper. God is giving you your enemy. Did you hear that? It seemed like it's from God. But no, it's not. David is not going to trust in himself, but he's going to trust in God. That's why I said, Titus, I trust in God, not myself. Now, here we go. God, this guy is so close to David. He says, God has surely handed your enemies over to you. This time, Abishal whispered to David, let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of the spear. I won't need to strike him twice. He said, David, I got him right where I want him. If I just strike him once, that's going to be it. Your problem is over with. Let me tell you something. Trust God. Don't lean to your own understanding. I don't know who's dealing with what today, but I want to tell you, God has you. You got to know that God has you. God is fighting for you. Let me tell you something, family. I told you I would plant this church starting this month, and all I'm doing is just trusting God. It ain't about me. It ain't about nothing but God. God has the doors already open. All I got to do is walk it back faith, trust in God. Because guess what? I tell your family over and over again, the most powerful thing is the power of prayer. Let me tell you something. I don't trust in Danny. I trust in the blood of Jesus Christ. Did you hear it? And guess what? God is working. I'm talking to people, boy. God is opening doors. Guess what? As we speak, even when I'm sleeping, God is working. Hallelujah. Check it out. And here we go. Verse 8. God has surely handed your enemy over to you this time. Abishal whispered to David, watch out for that whisper. That person that's close to you, you got to say, God, send godly people to me that will give me wisdom and direction, God, from you. Now, David is not going to lean to his own understanding. He's going to be trusting God all the way. This is a teachable moment for Abishal as well. Abishal whispered David, let me pin him to the ground. With one thrust of the spear, I won't need to strike him twice. No, David said, did you hear that? Let me tell you something. This is what David tells him. Don't kill him. For who can remain innocent after attacking the Lord anointed one? See, David understood that Saul was anointed by God to be king. Even though David knew that he would be his replacement, but he knew it was up to him to do it. It was up to God. Let me tell you something. Moses spent 40 years in the back of the wilderness because he got eager and he killed the Egyptian. But guess what? If you trust in God and you let God do it in his time, God will do it for you in his time. Check it out. Verse 9, 
No, David said, don't kill him, for who can remain innocent after attacking the Lord? Anointed one, surely the Lord will strike Saul down someday, or he will die of old age or in battle. The Lord forbid that I should kill the one he has anointed. Did you hear that? David said, hey, if God is going to do it, he's going to do it. Did you hear what he said? He said, either it's going to happen, battle or old age, I'm just going to stand back. Even though today might be rough for me, I might not know how I'm going to make it, but I believe in the power of Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? I believe in the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what Danny believes in. David is believing in God. Hallelujah. He says this in verse nine. No, David said, don't kill him for who can remain innocent after attacking the Lord's anointed one. Surely the Lord will strike Saul down someday or he would die of old age or in battle. The Lord forbid that I should kill the one he has anointed, but take his spear and the jug of water beside his head, and then let's get out of here. Did you hear that? Now, David's fit to show Saul how much I love you. When I had an opportunity to take things in my own hands, I didn't. I believed you. I trusted you. I know that you are a way maker. Hallelujah. Keep on trusting God. I want you to see it. So David took the spirit of jug of water were near Saul's head. Then he and Abishal got away without anyone seeing them or even waking up because the Lord had put Saul's men into a deep sleep. Didn't I tell you? It was God. You don't think God, you don't think God watching over you? He did the slumbers and all sleep. Psalms 121. Did you see that? I got to say, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, is on God's heart, man. You see, David was, David, Went in there, God was always with him. God caused these people to get into a deep sleep. And when David could have had killed him because someone was whispering in his ear, saying, David, this is what you should do. But he didn't do it. Now, what he did was he took the spear and the jug of water because now he fits to show you what this love walk that Danny Hampton said. Now, remember, Saul has 3,000 of the, his elite soldiers with him. They shouldn't have been asleep. They should have been watching the king. David could have took the king's life. David wouldn't do it because he knew that Saul was anointed by God. So let me tell you something. If don't go trying to take stuff into your own hand, trust in God, lean not to your own understanding, and see won't God prevail. Hallelujah. Check it out. So in verse 13, I want you to see it. David climbed the hill opposite of the camp until he was a safe distance. Then he shouted down to the soldiers and to Abner, the son of Ner, wake up. Abner, do you know why he's waking up Abner? Abner is the chief general. He's supposed to be the man who's assigned to make sure that everyone is doing their jobs. He's supposed to be protecting the king. He's supposed to be looking out for him. And check it out. I want you to see it. Here we go. Wake up, Abner. Who is the Abner demand? Well, Abner, you are a great man, are not you? David taunted. Where in all of Israel there's anyone as mighty? So why have not you guided your master, the king, when someone came to kill him? Did you hear that? David didn't take matters into his own hand. Now he's teaching Abner. He's going, and Saul going to get the message. Hallelujah. Check it out. Well, you trust in God. Don't pick up the stone. Don't pick up the knife. Trust in God. Hallelujah. Here we go. I want you to see it. Well, Abner, you are a great man, are not you? David taunted. Where in all of Israel is there anyone as mighty? So why have you not guarded your master, the king? When someone came to kill him, this is not good at all. 
I swear by the Lord that you and your men deserve to die because you failed to protect your master, the Lord's anointed. See, David understood. God made Saul king that these guys had a responsibility to protect the king. Hallelujah. But they were asleep. They weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. Hallelujah. Take it out. Here we go. I want you to see it. This is not good at all. Swear by the Lord that you and your men deserted that because you failed to protect your master, the Lord's anointed. Look around. Where are the king, spear, and jug of water that was beside his head? See, now David want to say, hey, I want to show you that I was really there. I took the spear and the jug of water that belongs to the king. And the only way I could have got that, I was so close to him that I could have killed him. But I only killed him. He could have killed Abner too. Check it out. And check it out. I want to tell you what Saul, here he goes Saul, here goes the king. Saul, in verse 17, Saul recognized David's voice and called out, is that you, my son, David? And David replied, yes, my lord, the king. Did you hear it? Did you hear that? He's still surrendering to the person who wants to take him out. Let's go ahead back. Let's look at let's look at verse eight, 17 again. Saul recognized David's voice and called out, Is that you, my son? And David replied, Yes, my lord, the king. Why are you chasing me? What have I done? What crime? What is my crime? Let me tell you something. This is how you walk in love. He's going to make King Saul think. He's making Abner think. He's making all these soldiers. They are pitiful because guess what? They weren't looking out for the Lord's anointed. They wasn't on top of their game. And here we go, verse 19. But now let my Lord the king listen to his servant. Did you hear that? David is King Saul's son-in-law. He says, it's your servant. Let me tell you something. David loves Saul. Here we go. Listen, listen, here we go. I want you to see verse 19. But now let my Lord the king listen to his servant. If the Lord has stirred you up against me, then let him accept my offering. But if this is a simply a human scheme, then may those involved be cursed by the Lord, trusting in God, not himself. Did you hear that? Be cursed by the Lord, for they have driven me from my home so I can no longer live among the Lord's people. David is just crying out, hallelujah, talking about the Lord and his people. You, my, I'm your servant. You, in other words, hey, I just want to be with you. Here we go. I want you to see it. He says this, but if this is a simply a human scheme, then may those involved be cursed by the Lord, for they have driven me from my home. So I can no longer live among the Lord's people. And they have said, go worship a pagan gods. In other words, y'all didn't kick me out of my home. I'm living in the lands of the Philistine. I'm hiding from the people I'm supposed to be with. But David don't take matters into his own hand. He's trusting in God. You keep on trusting in God. Don't let whatever's going on in your world, don't let it drive you to take things into your own hand. Keep on believing. Keep on fighting. Keep on trusting in God. And see won't God show up for you. Hallelujah. I want you to see it. Here we go, family. He said this. Okay. In verse 20, must I die on a foreign soul, far from the presence of the Lord? David loves God. He's trusting in God. Must I die on a foreign soil, far from the presence of the Lord? Why has the king of Israel come out to search for a simple fleece? I want you to see. I want you to see. David's going to call himself just a single fleece. He's going to say, hey, man, I ain't, I ain't that important for a king like you. Here we go. I want you to see it. 
I want you to see it. I want you to see it. He said, why has the king of Israel come out to search for a single fleet? Why does he hunt me down like a partridge on the mountain? David said, man, I'm so insignificant. King, you ain't got to do this. I love you. Let me tell you something. Walk in the power of love. Let me tell you something. Love means that I don't get anything back. I'm just giving out. I'm not looking for nothing in return. I'm not looking for you to do anything. I'm going to do it because it's the right thing to do. I'm going to walk in love because God says walk in love. Do you know what it says in Romans? It says when you walk in love, you fulfill the law. Walk in love, not just towards the people that love you back. Walk in love towards the people who come against you. Trust in the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And see won't God show up for you. Check it out. And this is what he says. I want you to see it. You got to see it. Must I die on foreign soil, far from the presence of the Lord? Why has the king of Israel come to search for a single flea? Why does he hunt me down like a partridge on a mountain? Then Saul confessed, I have sinned. Yet broke the king down. I have sinned. Come back home, my son, and I will no longer try to harm you, for you value my life today. Did you hear it? He knew David could have took him out. David didn't do it. Now check it out. I have been a fool and very wrong, confessing his fault. Here is your sparrow, king. David still showing mercy and walking in love. Hallelujah. Here is your sparrow, king, David replied. Let one of your young men come over and get it. The Lord gives his own rewards for doing good and for being loyal. I refuse to kill you even when the Lord place you in my power for you are the lord's anointed one did you hear that let's go back i gotta I, I talk about this now david said hey i know you're anointed by the lord i know that god has did this god had let you be in my presence where i could have destroyed you but i understood that god anointed you i understood that god is the ultimate supreme i know that god would defend me i'm not going to trust in myself i'm going to trust in god I trust in God. It's time to, I trust in God, not in myself. Let me tell you something. I trust in God, family. I want you to know I believe in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe he died and rose again. I believe everything that the Bible says about him. Hallelujah. I may seem like a fool to some people. I may seem insane, but guess what? I die saying I believe. I would die saying that I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Here we go. I want you to see it. He says this in verse 23. Lord, the Lord gives his own reward. God, remember this? Without faith is impossible. Please, he come to God. He must, he reward those who do seek him. Here we go. This is what David says. In verse 23, the Lord gives his own rewards for doing good and for being loyal. I refuse to kill you even when the Lord placed you in my powers. For you are the Lord's anointed one. Now may the Lord value my life even as I have valued yours today. May he rescue me from all my trouble. Did you hear? That's David trusting in God. He said that God would deliver from all his troubles. Psalm 34. It says that many are the place of the righteous, but the Lord delivers from all their troubles. You think David didn't know that? Hallelujah. I want you to see it. And Saul said to David, blessings on you, my son. You will do many heroic deeds and you will surely succeed. Then David went away and Saul returned home. Hallelujah. Family, I got to get up on out of here. I'm pumped up. Boy, I hope that you have a blessed week. Let me tell you something. Keep on believing and trusting God. And also, I want to send a shout out to my friend, Jerry Jawinski. He got baptized today. Jerry, I'm so proud of you. I love you, brother. 
I'm glad that you went down and came up on Hallelujah Boulevard. Let me tell you something. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Did you hear that? God can rescue you. God can save you. So let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. I just thank you for the day, Father. I you to bless your people all around the world. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, man. Family, I'm out of here. I can't wait to talk to you again. But remember this. Trust in God and not yourself. And whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart. Man, so I love you. I'm out of here. Bye-bye, family. Can't wait to talk to you again.